Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Good evening, Jackson. <laughs> wow, that was kind of a letdown. I know, I don't have any right now, but I'm more concerned. I just really appreciate that you're recording tonight because I know you're in a bit of a mood. <laughs> Yeah, and well, whatever. We're going to talk about this. In a, it, it's a, it's oh, a it's going to be a podcast. It's yeah, a, it's going to be a podcast. It's a developing yeah. story, gonna, listeners. It's developing. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. So I appreciate your sports even recorded all. But hopefully you can channel some of that energy into what we're going to talk well, about. Well, of course. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a professional. Professional. The show must go on after all. <laughs> I'm a professional. The show will go on. Uh, that's great. And Yay! We went and walked around Old Town Alexander earlier. And it was very nice because uh, uh, the weather's still, it's not. It's cold, but yeah. it's not cold, cold. Kevin, of course, was bundled up like Nanook of the North. <laughs> I had on a, uh, a short sleeve short, sh- short, uh. short sleeved shirt. And I, I was, I had a sweater and I was like, no. You didn't need it. Yeah. And uh, we, because uh, whenever Kevin and I uh, go do things, it's usually something of a historic, or he likes yeah, he likes that kind of stuff. And of course, I'm always looking for another podcast idea. So uh, it was good. We went to the Gadsby's Tavern, which was really cool, and we did the little tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, we uh, Gadsby's Tavern is in Old Town Alexandria, and it's a historic tavern. Uh, yeah, it was open in like 1780. And George Washington Yeah, it's a yeah. who's who of the who's who 18th century American political. And and it was fun to walk through, and and I think it's I don't know if it's restored for all public use, meaning it's not a, a museum all the time. But there are areas you can rent the rooms. You can, you rent can the, still the, the, rent the ballroom. You can still rent the like the ballroom. So when we went in there, and uh, I we had a couple simple questions, like you know, like mm-hmm. how, yeah, and the guy was super enthusiastic, oh, yeah, the, and it kind of like fed into it, yeah. like oh yeah. And he was like, explaining yeah, what yeah. the balls would have been like. Yeah. He was very it, and and for somebody who I don't think he was a he was volunteer. Young. Yeah, he was, he was young. in his twenties. Yeah. But it, a boring Sunday afternoon with the odd the odd customer coming in, and he was like, "Oh no!" And he came out from around the desk, yeah. and he said, "Oh, they would have been like this." And they have had balls there pre-COVID. It was they. He's like, yeah. "I've seen it with a hundred well, people in here." Yeah, yeah. The thing that I, the th- my take my takeaway uh, my takeaway from this was that this is a this was a ballroom. I I can't give you dimensions, but it was a a very large for its time he said well no it was a nice big room for he said he said it would hold a hundred people and that would be very cramped but Mm -hmm. it could hold a hundred people and still dance and still dance (laughs) yes and you know those fancy schmancy dances Mm -hmm. so um so but he goes he goes but they and i didn't know this all the stuff i've read all the jane austen and the regency and the empires and all this kind of stuff and i didn't know any of this Balls were held in the winter because because it was too hot. Right, the fireplaces uh, and the candles and, yep. the, and all the bodies it, it created they heat. Do it. So and it never. He said the ball the, the 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 ball season ran from November to March. Right, because that's when it was colder with all the fires in the room yep. so, and all the people moving around. And I. 
never ever you know all this all this you know you think you're in the know yeah you know and i've i've gone to mount vernon a ton of times and i've done you know all this and it never ever occurred to it me it makes so much sense and he said he's like they partied back then he used that exact <laughs> and word was, and he was quoting someone's uh, custis uh martha custis, martha custis or whatever she was related to him but her diary she's like on wednesday we went to this ball, ball. thursday we went party? to this ball on friday we went, and he was like how could she even walk and then jack's like well she didn't have to do anything <laughs> really all she, she really her whole life was getting dressed i want to rent that ballroom and throw a period ball and i want joe to come dressed as marie antoine <laughs> <laughs> you know he would he would do it That'd he would totally do funny. it That'd be uh, really what i like funny. about old town it has a certain naive charm that georgetown lacks Okay. I think there's, there's, you know, oh, and that we watched Rocky Horror the other night just because it was a Halloween yes. movie, and and and, and, and Frankenfurter says that one he had a certain naive charm, <laughs> no real muscle. <laughs> and of course, I always love pointing this out about Old Town, the area in front of the courthouse, the city building, the courthouse, <laughs> where they hang people, where all these people <laughs> hang out and they have bands playing all stuff. That's where they used to hang people. You said it's so loud on a bunch of occasions. I'm like, people were turning their I head. I don't care. It's like, oh, we're going to sit here at fresco, you know. <laughs> We're going to sit here and have our cappuccinos and our jo- uh, Cappuccino. gelato. And I'm like, you know, they used to hang people here, you know. <laughs> and then the other thing that I learned today that I was very excited about. Uh, well, exci- yeah, I, was, I actually yeah. kind of got excited about it. Yeah. The Carlisle house was, is this famous oh, yeah, house yeah, yeah. Yep. that I've been, I've, I've, I've never actually been through the upstairs parts of the Carlisle house. Got to pay again. House. We blew our $5 tourist not, money. Yeah, our $5 I, museum budget was blown at I, the Gatsby's yeah, Tavern. Exactly. <laughs> I got enough out of it. But I'm saying I've been to the properties before. I've been there before. And it is, if you're in Old Town, I can't remember the cross streets, but it's a good four, three or four blocks away from the torpedo factory. Yes. So it's two or two. Or, and they have a little, um, I don't want to call it a diorama. It was a little. Uh, well, it was a diorama. It was a diorama. Okay. Yeah. They had a diorama and it was built and it was showing what the house was like. In 1800. Whatever. Yeah. It was beachfront. Yeah. <laughs> There were no buildings between the buildings. There, be- no there are a couple of streets and there are office buildings it, and things, but back in the day, it, it was 200 it clear yards down to the river. The water. And, uh, and I always, and that's another one of the silly things I forget about living here is these are coastal towns. Mm-hmm. Oysters, fish, yep. turtles. Yep. I mean, these these yep. are things that they and it was showing the food and, and if you got was, a, if you got a soft crab, I know someone who will bite the face off. For oh, a that's dollar. true too, exactly. <laughs> and then he kept Kevin kept talking about oysters, and then I was like, "Ooh, I would like. Well, let's get some oysters. Let's get some oysters." And the best place to get oysters, in my opinion, is in Hanks because they taste so good. Yeah. But Kevin, the counter argument for that is they're too expensive there. Yeah. Because get off thinks, my lawn. He thinks oysters should be a nickel a piece. So. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm going by. <laughs> 1870s. <laughs> they should be a hay penny a bushel. A hay penny. So at any rate, so uh, it was fun walking around Old Town, and I uh, got to blow some of the stink off, and yeah, uh, yeah it was you know, it was fun. Yeah, it was nice. Okay, so at any rate, we're back. We're back to the Alexandria Studios, mm-hmm. and we're uh, doing our thing. And um, um, we are are going to do uh, an oxygen documentary on uh, a guy who fed his victim to the gators we watched it the other day and, and we, we can't find it for the life of us well, we're not sh- 100% sure it was on oxygen yeah. i can't wait to find it because i know it's going to be funny to do but here at good company we pivot and good we found company. another one and i knew good that company. the good company network the folks at the good company network we, we need know a little to- we need a little uh, uh, uh like a quick tone doom doom you know, like, <laughs> in the car. Or like the BBC. Well, Well, I know this one. This one, it, it's a forensic files, which we love. I was familiar with this 
particular case. A friend of mine was involved with this case, and I <gasps> knew it. Yes, and it was very big news on they the Eastern Shore. They were the murderers? Yeah. They did, he interviewed one of them. Oh, no. Oh, he wasn't the murderer. No, he was not oh. the murderer. I don't actually know anybody who's murdered anyone yet. <laughs> I did. Anyway. Really? <laughs> Shit. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's do our thing. Are you ready? Let's bring this back in. Forensic Files. Forensic Files. Season 13. Season 13. Episode 47. Episode 47. And the punny little title is Dirty Little Secret. Dirty Little Secret. Because it takes place, a lot of it, at Secrets Nightclub in Ocean City, where I've been. Ooh. <laughs> John and Tanya were there for the Halloween costume the other now, night. Now, I would have difficulty going to a club where I knew something like that had taken place. But yeah, I, I, mean, I was it was an isolated incident. And, I was there you know. before this happened. Ooh. I haven't been there 20 plus years. But John was there the other night. I heard the, the well, we're going to get into this later, but the guy said something about in the show that they that they had waited an hour to get in. Oh, well, okay. I can Yeah, I would never do that. Listen, listen. Let me tell you right now. I wouldn't have done that I'll to get into Studio 54. I would no. wait a couple people. There's no way. Hard pass. Hard no pass. Way. There's got to be something better to do. The victims in this episode are Josh Ford and Jeannie Crutchley. Poor kid. We hear from Joel Todd, who is one of the prosecutors in this case, about these two. Josh was 32 years old. Jeannie was 51. And my normal response is, if the shoe was on the other foot, you wouldn't think twice about it. In Joshua 4, Jeannie Crutchley found a younger man who was exciting, fun to be around, who also wanted to do new things in life. Josh is only 32. He's a successful mortgage broker. And Jeannie is 51. And she is an accountant. So it's a bit of a spring-autumn romance, but it works. May, December, summer, December, autumn. Isn't it May, December, December? Well, there's May, December. It, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But the, one tape. of the guys, one of the guys in the, in the thing said, if it was the other way around, no one would think anything of it. Right. Oh, well, there's that double standard. Was, yeah. You know, a six-year-old dude's got a 25-year-old girlfriend. Good for you. A six-year-old woman's got a 25-year-old boyfriend. Cougar. Yeah. Robert. <laughs> yeah. It's become more fashionable of late. In the pictures of them, though, in the pictures of them, they look well suited i'm sure she you know, was a meaning, sweetheart no 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 i mean i mean like okay there was an age difference but they looked of similar yeah they looked mean, like they kind of went together you didn't look you at know? them and say like what's he doing with his mother right right yeah. right 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 they live in fairfax county which oh, we're in fairfax yes, county this is fairfax county it makes me sad i know so this is um when was this was memorial day weekend in 2002 they rented a condo at the atlantis for memorial day weekend they never came back on the monday the Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend was over, they didn't show up to their work. And both of them, especially Jeannie, always came to work. She was one of those people, you can count on Jeannie. Right, she wasn't right. there. They called the cops. The cops go to their condominium at the Atlantis, which I know. <laughs> I, You know, I don't know it, but I'm like, that seems really familiar. It's one of those ones about halfway up on the right as you're going up in the main yeah, part yeah, of yeah. it. And there is, it's an older one. It's not older, older, but it's, well, you, you know. you know, yeah, you can tell by the... the yeah. So they get there and they see Jeannie's car in the parking lot and they can tell it's been there for more than a few days because in Ocean City, with all the blowing sand, the sand around the car, it, you can tell when a car hasn't been moved, in, especially in coastal Ocean City for a few days. It, it's got a little, it's which got I, dust yeah, around it. Which is interesting. And they go into That's the condo. detective work. Right it is, there. yeah. They go into um, the condo. N- nothing is missing. Josh's car keys and wallet are there. Their clothes are there. Uh, and they're like, did they just go for a walk and maybe... What ha- they, they had no right. idea what happened to That's what to the them. guy said. is like they went for a walk and disappeared. Brett Case is the investigator. There's absolutely no sign of foul play. There wasn't any 
break in. There wasn't any broken glass. The place was relatively clean. Clinton Chamberlain is our first forensically titled person. <laughs> I know forensic. forensic. Oop, that's another thing for the drinking game. I know the term I, forensic. They didn't abuse it like they do in some of yeah. the episodes. I only counted it eight forensic times. Forensic baker. I mean, yeah, you could, Forensic <laughs> horticulturalist. We, we, every once in a while, we'll try to come up with the way we can use a forensic, <laughs> forensic uh, uh, ceramics maker. But yeah, there you whatever. Go. And uh, all right, well, he's. It just looked like they just decided, well, let's go down the street and maybe go to the bar or something like that. That's exactly how I look. On May 25th, they pull up their credit card records, and 2002 was the modern era as far as I'm concerned. It isn't so much for Jack. It's 20 years. They went to the Green Turtle. Wait, Kevin it was 20 real, years ago. Kevin I know. Kevin doesn't realize that that was 20 years ago. I know, ago. but I, I, they had cell phones and they had credit card records. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, airplanes and penicillin. So. Oh, good. <laughs> they went to the Green Turtle. Green Turtle! And, uh, which is great. And I've been to the Green Turtle as well. In I've fact, been to the Green Turtle. Yeah, and you got your ears pierced in Ocean City. <laughs> yes, I got my ear pierced. I got my left ear pierced. <laughs> when you, you showed up back in West Virginia, you thought you were going to be able to keep the, your left side of your head away from your mother's view for the entire time you were there. Literally. And you didn't literally. even make it five feet I into the house. in the door with my head turned so that the earring was away from her and she was at the far end of the house and could see me and said, what's that? Yes, yes, that's, that's yes. It's very funny. It it's is, it's hilarious. <laughs> what is that? And what's that? The kicker was it got infected. <laughs> I know it was infected. This damn dirty, damn dirty Ocean City and your damn dirty ear piercing gun. Very funny. Uh, they found the waitress at the Green Turtle who served them and she said when they were at the Green Turtle, they were there alone. She remembered the couple, nothing unusual. She did remember that he was a fan of the Celtics and was tuned into the game. Because this was just, this was, you know, a few days after the weekend. Okay, so yeah, that's a oh, good no, waitress. No, yeah, I agree with all that, but I just I just find it interesting to think the amount of people that come through yeah. there and she was able to, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good man. I would like to think that a lot of the people, like I know Lori, my friend Lori, she was the waitress three or four days later. She would have been like, yeah, I know, I remember them. I had them. They were yeah, on my floor well, No, but she, I think one of the things was that she recognized that he was a Clipper? Was it, was it the Clippers? Oh, he's a Clippers fan. fan. Clippers yep. fan. Yeah, he was a Clippers fan, blah, blah, blah. He was watching the game. Yeah. yeah. So. Then they took the bus to Secrets, and you're like, the bus? The bus? In Ocean City, I was Listen, telling Jack, it's I a thing. I am not getting on a bus. No, it's a thing. I don't like buses. It goes up and down Ocean Highway. They go. They come by I like know. every two to three minutes. They, they cost like almost nothing to ride. I know. And it's cheaper than an Uber. You can I do it all know. night long. It just the idea I'm on vacation, I've been drinking, I gotta get on a bus. Oh, no, no, no. It's it's almost like man. using the metro. It's that Ugh. it's they're that quick. Okay. It's a thing. The bus driver remembered them and he said they were with another couple. He remembered so they them. Probably met waiting for the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and now this, that's so they, com that that is my own little uh idea there. And but they, if they, they had to have done if they right? weren't in the green turtle with them, but they were on the bus talking to one another. They probably met waiting for the bus or, you know, at that getting on the bus at the same time. All right. This is when we learn that they spent an hour just waiting to get into secrets, See, which we both agree. Would never I wouldn't do. have got murdered. They would have been alive today. Okay, you guys have fun. Bye. They would have been alive today. So that one's on you, Jeannie and Josh. <laughs> well, well, ooh, that was harsh. I know. I take that back. Um, but I'm just like, I can just imagine walking up at this this other couple, blah, blah, blah. We're walking. Uh, okay, there's an hour wait. Okay, see you. Bye. Uh, 
Bye. Peace out. <laughs> I'd be like, talk to you later. Before bye. they could even come up with a plan to keep you going, nope. you know, gone. Nope. Yeah, just a jack shaped can, dust cloud. Yeah, exactly. The jack shape went through the wall. Yeah. Jack shaped through the wall. No, the, uh, no, no, no. the thing with Secrets is they have a huge budget for bringing up palm trees from Florida every year. And they buy, oh, yeah, you they buy like $40,000 worth of palm trees oh, in on. April and they populate the entire property with them. Then they just, they about this time of year, they start dying and then they yank them all out and they buy it's it's part of secrets shtick yeah they've got okay. live palm trees yeah, yeah. and a lot of people from up north think that they're actually native they're they're i think they're brazilian palms so they're pretty cold tolerant but by by december january say, they, they being did being on the beach yeah that would be hard but there are palm trees up here so why don't they get palm trees that there are... are palm tree there are not palm trees up here there are palmetto trees that grow in northern north carolina and down into lower really down by okay but i can't argue with this one on you but i'm, uh, I'm a palm tree sh- expert there are I windmill know, palms i know but i'm saying there are i've seen palms you know, they're windmill palms and they're from the himalayas and they've been introduced as a popular planting in the mid-atlantic further north they will survive around here especially if you kind of give them a little love during the winter i had them kevin's getting the uh eye from me as the tree nerd over there but i am okay. but this is something i, I, we, I know you we do. had them out on the island and they would they survived out on that island for 15 years they were like 10 feet tall and then that really 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 crushing winter in like 2015 killed them but they were getting big and the ones in my parents backyard in North Carolina they're like 25 feet tall but they're from the Himalayas they grow uh, almost above the frost line or whatever so they've just kind of evolved up out of the jungle up Mm -hmm. to the size of Himalayas so they've become a popular planting around here Little known fact, if you're in uh, Florida and you're walking with Kevin down the street and you point to a palm tree, what kind of palm tree is that one? Foxtail. What kind of palm tree is that one? Angelus. What's a, what kind of palm tree is that one? That's a yellow palm from Indonesia. What kind of, what, oh, what kind of palm tree is that? That one is that big spiky one. They're from Madagascar, and I'm drawing a blank on their name right now. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. So right. he, he, he is, he I, is I, a, I love he's palm passionate trees. about his palm trees. I love trees. them. So a lot of people saw them at Secrets together, and they saw them leave together. But once they leave Secrets, Josh and Jeannie's footprint disappears. There is no more credit card action. There's no phone calls. There's nothing. No cell phone activity, no credit card activity, no nothing. These people were just plucked off the face of the earth that day. So when they don't show up for work on Tuesday after Memorial Day, their friends get worried and they call the cops. Wouldn't be a forensic files if we didn't have the local reporter. And Stacy Sakai is our sassy With local reporter. Major vocal fraud. Erica Sifrit comes from an upper middle class family. Great student, excellent basketball player. And what is vocal fry? From they she's... were really calm. Is is that a term? It's called vocal fry. Yeah, when their voice when their voice has that reverberative. Is it from to speaking it, too much? I, well, it's it it can be prevented. Oh, so yeah. So yeah, these people. I mean, I, I'm being I'm making it low so I can make my voice do it. Her chest have a low <laughs> voice. It's that repetitive like I I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Vo- it was it's a called vocal fry. All right. Well, less than a week after those two went missing, I've got ahead of myself. Hold on, Stacy. <gasps> less than a week after they went missing. The cops got a phone call, uh, a, a phone call from an owner of a Hooters restaurant saying the silent alarm Hooters. had been tripped. The cops pull up. They see a four by four outside parked by the door. Wagoneer. Jeep Wagoneer. And inside are two falling down drunk people. And I'm they bring them out. And the fi- picture of them, they look awful. She's got that harsh, short haircut. And he's he's clear. He's got a he's got a bandolier on him. And yeah, he's got a yeah the gun holster. And, and he's over smoking his cigarettes. And, and they show what they've brought out of the store which is piles Hooters of Hooters gear perfect. and cigarettes and the guy says who needs that many Hooters shirts and hats the guy says 
the guy was so drunk, he said, you know, could you just, if we just put it back, can we just let this whole thing, the cop is like, are you fucking kidding me? No way. <laughs> they were so intoxicated that the male, the husband says to one of the officers, thinking it would be okay, can't we just put it all back and we'll be cool? So we find out it's Benjamin and Eric Seifert. Is that how we pronounce Sefret, it? Se- I Sefret? think they were saying Seifert, but Sefret. yeah. And we learned that uh, Erica comes from a good home, and she was an honor student. Mary Washington College. She went to Mary Washington basketball. College. She was with, a great three-point shooter. Erica Seifert comes from an upper-middle-class family. Great student, excellent basketball player. Statistically, her three-point shooting was top five in the country her freshman or sophomore year. In my research, with relatives <laughs> named Cookie and Buffy. That's nauseating. Uh, well, I think it's cute, but not in this particular instance, because <laughs> yeah. she obviously didn't have a very good life at the club, or she's going to turn to a life of crime. Yes, yeah, this is fucked up. Oh, and a uh, fun fact. Fun it fact. used to be Mary Washington College. Yes. When they achieved university status 15, yes. 20 years ago, the board of directors or whatever voted on renaming it the University of Mary Washington rather than Mary Washington University because they didn't want MWU as the letters across. The, it's, a, it's a college for women. They didn't want people calling it Moo. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why it's the universe. That's smart, yeah. That's kind of like, remember Revenge of the Nerds? Yes. And the Sorority Sisters, the moves yes. came over. <laughs> they, uh, they make a discovery when they look inside their car. They find that they are not only armed to the teeth, she's got a three fifty seven revolver, he's got a 9 millimeter. These people are armed to the teeth. She has a gun in her waistband. It's a three fifty seven five-shot revolver. I mean, he's got a six hour nine millimeter that's fully loaded, ready to go. And then in the vehicle, there's a 45 caliber HK combat weapon. So, you know, you look at looking at that, they mean business. But what do they also discover in her purse? Some identification. Licenses. And who do they belong to? They belong to Josh and Jeannie. And automatically, the hair on the back of their neck stands up and they realize this is a lot bigger than just a burglary at Hooters with handguns. Ocean City has been plastered with, have you seen these people? And the cops immediately know this is something that's a whole lot bigger than them just ripping off this Hooters. So they claim they just found them. It's very, very possible that they found these licenses on the beach. Or maybe they're planning a future crime of maybe stealing someone's identity. So now they find ski masks and flex cuffs, and now they have probable cause to search their condo. I still just can't get over. They've we haven't we don't realize this yet in the storyline. Mm. They've committed this murder. Okay, wait. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I'm not jumping ahead. No, okay. no, no. But they, from from the perspective of these two dum dums, they've committed a murder. They've in a way gotten away with it. Yep. And then they're going to rob a Hooters. And hold on to all of this stuff. But we'll get there. But they're robbing a Hooters. Yep. Yep. Not even for the money. Yeah, well, it kind of was for the money because they had, um, we'll find out later, they they really did. This was kind of how they were living. They they got bored with their conventional life and turned right, to doing this for the- still. I know. So they now have probable cause to search their condo. Probable they went to the judge. Cause. They get, as soon as they open the door, the evidence just starts flying out at them. <laughs> On the coffee table in the living room are two bullet slugs. And one of them looks like it has blood on it. They found a lot more than they bargained for. On the table outside the dining room, they find two spent bullets. The bus driver IDs BJ and Erica, because he goes by BJ, which is just, really? uh, we're the couple that was on the bus with Josh and- I go back to, how in the world did that bus driver- He's a hero. Remember- He's a hero. 
the thousands and thousands that one I'll and thousands give you. of people. That one I'll give you. Bunch of drunken people on and off. You don't really interact with what, what's And he your didn't order? interact with them or they were just sitting in there talking. And he remembered that. Mm-hmm. Clinton Chamberlain's back and they are going over the condo with a fine tooth comb. I saw some orange colored substance on the tile. I noticed a little bit running down the side of the um, shower stall. And when I saw that, I thought, well, you know, maybe this could be blood. They pull out the sink stopper for the, for the washing sink, and they find all kinds of hair attached to it with blood and flesh. That's funky. They find hair and with flesh attached to it in the Oof. sink. Well, how? <sighs> oh, and they find a bullet hole under said sink that goes to two bullet holes that go into the, no, a bullet hole that goes into the next room. I'm so confused by all of this. Mm-hmm. Do they own, is this their they own condo? It. They own it. They own it. Oh, Condos, a, a modest condo in Ocean City 20 years ago was affordable. I know a lot of folks over the Elks who have condos at the beach. But, and they've owned them. A lot of times they've gotten them from their parents. It's a family who've owned the condo. <laughs> you know, they've owned it for yeah, 40 yeah. years and they got it from their dad. And, you know, they just have to pay the uh, uh, the monthly condo stuff, fees yeah, yeah. and the mortgage is gone, yeah, you know, yeah. and, it, and it costs yeah, 200 bucks yeah, a month yeah. to keep it. So I bet it's something like that. They found a palm print on the window in the bathroom. They get DNA samples from Josh and Jeannie's toothbrushes and comb. Because they have all that stuff. And... They have uh, a little blood sample because they, they've they seen the stain on the floor in the bathroom and it looks to the forensic investigator like it might be blood, blood. and it does yield a DNA profile. So then they <sighs> compare it with the stuff uh, and also the blood they found on the bullet. The blood on the bullet is Josh's. Most of the DNA that we tested came back mixed DNA, both of Joshua Ford and Jeannie Crutchley. The DNA on the mangled 357 slug found on the coffee table was Josh's. So that bullet had been in Joshua Ford's body at some point and then dug out or pulled out and kept as a trophy by the Sifferts. So now they test fire Erica's gun to compare the bullets found at the scene with Erica's because they do, you know how they can, the rifling down the... the... And why were the guns hers? None she, of the guns were his. Uh, no, he had guns, but they ended up using her gun because it was just, I, for whatever reason, they used her gun. But he had guns because clearly we saw that police photo right, of him right. when they arrested him. So I, so they were registered to her. We don't know this for sure. So I'm assuming it was registered to her. I think so. Uh, yeah. Because they again, they said uh, that there were so many guns in that car when they found uh, them at Hooters. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're drunk at Hooters. Yeah. And, um, I still, I'm never going to get past that. No. Let's go steal all the t-shirts from Hooters. Let's go rob it. We're roaring and then, drunk. And then the arresting picture, <laughs> she's got on a Hooters Hooter, t-shirt. Yeah. She immediately put on some of her oh. booty. So they arrest them. Erica immediately strikes a deal. She says, I'll tell you where the bodies are. I will tell you what we did. I want to reduce sentence. I didn't do anything. It was all him. I just helped get rid of the bodies. <laughs> when faced with this evidence, Erica Sifrit made a deal with prosecutors. She agreed to lead them to Josh and Jeannie's bodies and testify against BJ in exchange for a reduced charge. Girl, Delaware, you have your shit together. <laughs> they, they were able to find... Delaware tracks their trash pickup so precisely, they were able to locate in the trash heap a week after all this had gone gone down, the body parts. They, they find were. them. That's that's amazing. That it's is amazing, really isn't it? Amazing, yes. Thank you, and thank again, you, Delaware. I don't again, usually think about Delaware. This is only like a 
five day period. Yeah, it was, you're thinking like, oh, it's weeks. No, yeah. this is five days. This is like five days from the day of the. Yeah, murder. thank you, Delaware, for having your shit together. I don't usually have the best thoughts for Delaware, but it's a fine state. But <laughs> okay, the everybody palm- pat Delaware on the back. <laughs> the palm print on the window was Josh's. Uh, we're not done yet. She has to take a polygraph test for this plea deal to go through. They want her to prove she's telling the truth. And she's not. (laughs) Of course not. Uh, One of the requirements of the deal was that she had to pass a polygraph test. Originally, she told prosecutors that she had nothing to do with the murders, that all she did was help dispose of the bodies. Later, however, she changed her story. She admitted during the pre-test interview that she was more involved in the homicides than she had told us up to then. She admitted taking the knife and stabbing Jeannie. She now admits that she she fails the polygraph. She now admits that she stabbed Jeannie in the side. And we get a photo of her proudly showing off this snake tattoo on her on her abdomen. And she got that in this precise place where she stabbed Jeannie so that she would be reminded every day of this brutal, deadly assault. It's not been five days! And, and, oh, it's just, they find a stack of photographs at the condo. And they go through, and it's Josh and Jeannie. They they took photos of them, and they see on Josh's hand a ring. In the same stack of photos, but dated three days later, because this later, is back yeah, when you had to go yeah. and get them printed up. Right, right, right. They were immediately printing their photos out. They see that same ring on a necklace around Erica's neck. And when they arrest her, it's in her purse, that and ring. Still, and they're like, claiming, they, still, they're saying, we don't know them. We never met them. We don't know anything about it. They have a key to J- uh, Josh and Jeannie's condo on their possession. And they go and they open it up. And it's this blows my mind. They find these people, they kill them, they dis- dismember they dismember them, they get rid of the parts, they clean their condo, or at least they try yeah. to, she gets a tattoo, mm-hmm. and then they go on with their lives, and they're arrested five days later. These are some motivated people. Yeah, yeah, motivated and pathological. So they clearly they can't go through with the plea deal. The plea deal was, okay, you just helped dismember the bodies and get rid of them. Are you going to testify against BJ? Yes, I am. Take a polygraph. It's not true what she said. She actually is like, well, actually, I did stab her. But can we still go through with that sweet little pleading? <laughs> no, absolutely not. So so now they speculate this was simply a thrill killing because Oof. they've got no money Oof. out of it. They got a ring and they've got bodies. I so, go to Target for for sh- thrill shopping. I don't. It's just amazing. It's to depraved. Me. It's diseased. We, we learned that they have a scrapbooking store. Well, did you ever in and all your life think that in Al- they owned a scrapbooking well, store a in Altoona? Well, that's a very popular thing, but the... The, but the, them him him posing in front of and the it just store says scrapbook in rainbow colors it, 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 he's posing in front of the store trying to look kind of tough uh-huh. and i'm like wow yeah, i know it's kind of it's kind of sending mixed messages it's there very, bj yeah, yeah. a couple of months before they actually murdered these two they turned to a life of crime erica says that their sex life was kind of almost non-existent and that the thing that really thrilled bj was the crime uh, was robbing and they were but they were they were committing robberies around Altoona but it wasn't it was it wasn't the same thrill so when they were in Ocean City when they were at Secrets that night that night out they were hunting for victims that's terrifying at one point we hear from uh, one of the investigators that they were interviewing some of bj's buddies about what kind of a guy he was and they were like he's the kind of guy who could go out and party all night 
drink all night, get up, get two hours of sleep, and get back up the next day. That's the kind of guy he was. But anyway, he's a dirtbag. So uh, now they've gotten Jeannie and Josh back to their condominium. They're going to go back. They're going to have a few drinks. They're like, you know what? We've got a hot tub on our deck overlooking the ocean. You want to come back? And they're like, sure, why not? And this is from their uh, confessions. Mm -hmm. They get back to the condo, and Erica and BJ are going to play a little game. And they're going to accuse Josh and Jeannie of having stolen Erica's purse. No, Erica's misplaced it. Can you help us look around the condo? If they find the purse, they're going to let them live. We know the purse isn't anywhere to be found, that this is a game. So Is it? Maybe they could have found the purse and none of this would have happened. Well, it, it, do you think that the purse was actually there? I say there's no way. (laughs) It was the game they were playing. Right. So they can't find it. So then BJ whips out a gun is like, you stole it. And they're like, no. And he's like, take off all your clothes. Prove you didn't. They strip. And then they, and uh, he's waving the gun around. Those two run into the bathroom, lock the door. Josh is trying to get out through the window. That's why the palm print is there. He's trying to push the window open. And again, it's a high rise building. Right. So, So, and they're, and they're buck naked. So he's trying to hold the door shut while BJ is trying to push it open. So BJ just puts a couple of slugs through the door and it kills Josh. Then they, they bust the door down. no one hear that? Yeah, that was the one thing. Two, th- it's a 357. We both have shot them. They're loud. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I mean. That, that, there's a couple of things that forensic files, you got to fill us in, buddy. And, 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 and because it was a private building, maybe some of the apartments were empty. Yeah, but, but it was uh, Memorial Day weekend. Assuming, Everybody's there. But assuming it's late at night, so... Uh, I, I like, don't know if I heard that. Uh, I mean, things go bump in the night, but they don't go kablam like really? that. Really? Really? Wow. So they force their way into the bathroom. And then I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> Erica grabs the gun and she tries to shoot. Yeah, it's not funny. God, that's so, really. Yeah, that's, take that out. Yeah, yeah. So BJ busts the door down. They both get in there. Josh is mortally wounded on the the, the God, floor. Yeah, he's laying on So the then Erica grabs the gun. She tries to shoot Jeannie, but she misses. Another shot! Yeah. So at this point, she grabs a knife, which she had on her, and just stabs Jeannie to death. And she and, and it's Jeannie in her side. Jeannie was underneath like a... Like, a sink. Like she was underneath, underneath the sink. Ca- she was underneath the counter. Uh, I know you've seen them in, in hotels and, and condos where there's a section of counter with an open space underneath for either a laundry basket or your luggage or whatever. And so from the way they were filming it, it looked like she was supporting herself and then just stabbing her. So so Jeannie basically only got stabbed on one side of her body over and over and over yes, again. It That's sounds, the way it, it sounds. Seemed. It sounds so oh. awful. You know what I mean? Just so, like, what a nightmarish couple of minutes oh. those two went through. When you really think about what they went through, it's, it's so chilling. But also think about, think about the, I don't want to say the innocence in them, but, you know, these are just two, nice these people. Are two, well, there's two people from Virginia. We're going to go to a bar. Oh, look at this really nice couple. Hey, you know what? We got a hot tub. You know you that they presented themselves just friend fun love well, of course come over, it's right over there and that's the niceness see and, and, and oh god i'm just like no i don't know who you are no mm-hmm. all right so they 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 clean up um erica goes out to get cleaning supplies because there's blood everywhere when she comes back in bj is in the hot tub you want to tell him what's in the hot tub well, the, well the you want to tell him, Jack? The tell him what's in the hot filmed, tub. Well, the way they portrayed what's it. What's in the, the box, show. Jack? What's yeah. in the box? <laughs> 
<laughs> he is in the the hot tub. Would say it's one of those big bathtubs with the jets and stuff. And he's in there with the heads. He's cut the heads off of Josh and dug the bullets and, and, out. And Jeannie, he dug the bullet out of his body. He's shown her that, and he's and he's got lit candles around like it's a romantic scene. And I I think even Erica was a little like. Um, well, but, probably not. She probably got it and joined him. Maybe She's, she yeah. did. Jeez. Oh, it's okay. so scary. Anchorwoman Sky is back. <laughs> I've never seen a crime like this where a couple just kills another couple for the thrill of it. They had nothing against these people. They did nothing to them. They were chosen. Okay, so they are tried separately. And, of course, they immediately turn on each other. Big surprise. And there. I remember this. They couldn't do it in Wicomico County, Worcester County, which is where Ocean City is, because Everybody knew about it. Yeah. Everybody knew about this case. So they brought it all the way over to here. He was tried here in Rockville. She was tried in Frederick County. And yeah. and, and the one guy said, the first thing they did was she said, I had nothing to do with it. He did it all. And he said, I had nothing to do with it. She did it all. So he since it was all, her gun was used for all of the slugs that were found were from her gun. And she admitted to stabbing Jeannie. She gets life plus 20 years. He only gets second-degree murder for shooting Josh with uh, Erica's gun, and he gets 38 years. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. that at all. I don't understand the legal system. I don't, I, I obviously. <laughs> I, I don't understand how that they... I mean, because they were tried differently, I get it. You know, the different the different juries. And all they were given stuff. different. Uh, uh, my friend who worked on it, he's told me that the jury were given different advice in the two different trials. But knowing, you know, they went down. The, the, this was a they collaborative. They should have gotten the electric chair as far as I'm concerned. Is the death is there a death penalty in Maryland? I don't think there is. Not Texas. Yeah. Oh, boy. Didn't we just finish up with that? <laughs> Whatever you do, don't kill don't, someone in Texas. And don't admit to me in the trigger, man. Yeah. So she is in Jessup and he is in Hagerstown. He is eligible for parole this year. She will be eligible for parole in 2024. I would have to believe that they will never make parole. Well, never. But- Never. Uh, I I would like to think so, but you know we read these things of all these people getting out of yeah. I, again, during COVID, they were giving people parole just to get them out of get them out of jail. People <sighs> that, that they shouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, forensic files close it out. She had the gun in her possession. She has you know the victim's identification in her purse. She has all of the souvenirs, if you will, with her in her possession or in her purse. Still bothers me why this case stands out. I'll probably never see another case like this in my career and hopefully in my lifetime. Yes. Depraved, diseased. Oof, just, uh, there there aren't, aren't enough adjectives. And, and I know this I know this is going to be a, a messed up statement that I'm going to say, but you know, there's a lot of these crimes you kind of get it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, they're murdering her for the money. They're murdering him for the jewelry. Uh, thrill killing. The, it's the worst it, of it, all. And I'm, there's absolute, they didn't have to, they didn't do it. There was no benefit. It was literally just to do it. Yeah. And, and I, you there know, there was no mention of drugs. Did these people do alcohol. drugs? Alcohol is a drug. Well, they were wrong. Roaring drunk I, all the time. I've been roaring drunk on many occasions. Yeah, no, and have al- never tried to kill. Someone. Alcohol is a never yeah. People people don't commit murders on weed. They commit murders on alcohol. When people get drunk, I've, they do aggressive I'm not things. Disagreeing with you. Yeah, but- no, it wasn't. And and even when you're on coke, you don't kill people. It's it's oh. alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I would know about well, that. I was in a rock and roll band. You know, oh yeah, I'm a clean team. But um, so. you know, next time we go to Ocean City, let's not go to secrets. I'm not going. Well, no, 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 <laughs> All right. no, no. All right. Well, you guys, that was the depraved, diseased, nauseating, 
horrible story of yeah, BJ yeah. and Erica. And, and, and oh, she man. Just, just, no. Well, See, I'm even, 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 we've talked, I'm just like, oh, it's the uh, worst. Uh, but uh, I hope we didn't ruin your night, guys. No, thanks for listening. Of yes, thanks. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Take, take care of our She's in love with me. Can't help it. Girl, can't help it.